once again alhamdulillah summa alhamdulillah we can only thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we cannot thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enough for all the favors that he has bestowed upon us the faith of iman and islam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen us to be with umar muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa uh, without further ado, formally, inshallah ta'ala, we want to welcome each and every one of you, and especially our speakers, Mawlana Musa and Nadi Sahib, inshallah ta'ala, who comes from Waifa, from the Natal Post, I think it is, inshallah ta'ala, Mawlana, Natal Post. Okay, so Mawlana, I'm the mechanic, inshallah ta'ala, and I think the topic that was chosen from the Al-Faruq Foundation, was pertaining and regarding Sayyidina Hassan radiallahu ta'ala It is so important that we attend these, these lectures, the series of lectures, because it is very seldom that we ourselves read about the Sahaba, very important, very important companions and friends of our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Here we are given the opportunity of esteemed guests like the chef here himself going around and this Jalsa is taking, uh, is taking place internationally right around the world so Alhamdulillah we thank Allah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen Dawid Islam also as a venue we are very fortunate and we will always say this we cannot thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enough from all the massages in Cape Town or in Mitchell's plane Dawid Islam has been chosen as a venue and who elsewhere than as the esteemed guest, very humble person in character, Mulana Musa Nguyen, inshallah. Shaykh, I will call upon you immediately, inshallah ta'ala, and uh, you can share with us the most important knowledge and information. Bismillah <coughs> <coughs> The elders and brothers, I feel very humble and privileged that Allah Jalla wa Ala has brought me all the way from the other part of the country and Allah has facilitated my presence in the Cape Town region and especially in a masjid called Darul Ihsan. I'm humbled and I'm very appreciative the fact that the community of Darul Ihsan, including the trustees, the Imam, have actually welcomed me. The most I can say, I can say shukran jazila, may Allah ta'ala honor you all as you have honored me. Indeed, the topic it's educational, a time sensitive, a time and emotional, a time. 
because the discourse and the discussion here it's not about a normal individual <laughs> or a normal human being it has to do about the grandson of our beloved prophet we as Muslims we have an extreme emotional attachment with the Prophet Our attachment with Nabi is not only in terms of beliefs, aqaid, and we don't only regard him just to be a prophet, but is in fact is everything to us is not only more beloved to us than ourselves is more beloved to us than our own children than our own parents so anything that is attached with the prophet we automatically have emotional attachment with it that includes his household his family members that's why a person who does not possess within the deepness of his heart, that emotional bond with the Prophet, the, the, the chances of him being deprived of faith are greater. So, the first part of this discussion is how did he become a husband? He had two great things that were completely embedded in his physical self, in his personality. One was love, embodiment of love. Second, that he was not only a keeper of peace, but in fact, he was the markers of peace. That means peace came from him and spread to other regions, to other personalities, to other people. But how did he achieve this to become embodiment of peace and embodiment of love? This is what all of us should aspire to achieve. This that nobody can be a real husband, the grandson of Nabi Salam. That can happen. Nobody can be a Sahaba. But the most we can see the factors that have led led for him to become the husband who is the mother of the world. Then we can emulate it. What are the elements that contributed? Number one, there are three personalities that have contributed to Hassan's personality. Number one was his grandfather, Salam. Number two was his father himself, Ali Number three was his mother, Fatima, 
Now, when we will analyze each one's contribution, how Nabi as a grandfather contributed in molding and shaping the personality of Al-Hasr, so this means all the grandfathers seated there will take a great lesson. And then when we see the contribution of his father, Ali to a shaping of the houses, it means all the fathers sitting here will take a lesson. And how did the mother contribute? It means the message, if there are no mothers present, it means the message is taken to the mother. And we use that as a guideline, as a tool to contribute to our own children and offspring. That's a lesson you want to learn. <laughs> Starting from the beginning, the Al-Hassan parents' nikah was the arranged one. It means in those days they were souk, they were shopping places, shopping malls. So it means that Ali Rabbi did not meet our Fatima in a mall or in a market and they met and they talked and they concluded everything and they just came to inform the parents that we are interested in one another so please make our nikah. It didn't happen like that. The, 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 the father was involved. It was arranged. <coughs> it wasn't just a matter, unfortunately, because of the, the, the things that are, are, are going around us, we get carried by the environment. To the extent that the arranged marriage is something that it, it doesn't make sense. Just know, but how can they come together? They don't know one another. I mean, they need to familiarize with one another. They need to know one another. Before they marry, you can't. Do it. So what is that song? Islamic is that how it's done. It doesn't make sense anymore. And the history has proven that that arranged marriage, they have far, far more less, more or less chances of divorce than non-arranged ones. Why? Because the father will actually go out of his way to make sure that he look for the best, best suitable partner for either son or for his daughter. Best. Based on what? Based on what he sees from the daughter or from the, uh, from the son. That my son has this character. So for him to have a last long nika, last long marriage, he must have a woman of this character, or she might have a husband of this character for the nikah to last. Why? Because the father, he was the one in constant observation of his own child and will know exactly what would be best suited for the child. So accordingly, the father will bring the wife for his son or their husband for his daughter according to what is the temperament of the daughter. Because remember, 
from the, uh, from day zero until 15, 16, until 20 years, she stay with you, you know exactly what things will annoy her, or what things will annoy him, what kind of temperament is he, is he, is somebody, whatever it is, and accordingly then, you know exactly who is the best suited woman for my son or my daughter. Unfortunately, let us go long ago out of our windows. We allow our children to do their own thing, then we are ready. We will be only able to do the damage control. They do their own thing, and when the problem arises, <coughs> we are expected to solve the problem. But the fact is, we actually let them go and do whatever they want. And we say, when you've got the problem, they can solve your problem. There are certain problems that you can't solve in life. Nevertheless, so Adam Ali anhu he actually proposed the daughter of Nabi al-Islam, also was his uncle. So Nabi al-Islam, knowing the personality of Ali anhu knowing the personality of his own daughter, he found that Adam Ali is a bad suited partner for the Fatima anha and the Nika was made. Now look at it. Look at the beauty of it. In, 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 from 1970 to 1976, the research has proved that in America, the number of people getting married dropped by significant 46%. And the number of divorce increased by the whipping 57% from 1970 to 1976. And at that period, at that time, <coughs> the crime, aggravated crime, robbery, theft, etc., had shot up by the whipping 60%. It means there's a great connection between crime and parenting. Those children who are not raised by both parents or who are not raised by parents, they are always vulnerable. They have far more greater chance to be involved in crime. That's why when you see those, uh, I don't know, in, in, in a Cape Town region by after, you got the Nyaupe and the Hunga boys. All staying in the street and sleeping in the street. No matter how much you try to be good to them, in fact, when you try to be good to them, they take advantage and they either stab you, kill you. Imagine a person told somebody, you think you want some money, okay, follow me, I'll take up some money there and give it to you, go buy something. And she is there by the ATM and the boy took out the cash and he took the money and took out more. He said, but I give so much and stab you just. So what happened is all those broken homes where there's more divorce taking place and all those illicit love that bring about the same children that will come and cause havoc in our community we partially to be blamed. Because we have left, left our daughters loose and obviously it's like, it's like we're expecting the person to swim in a pool without getting wet on her. 
So we need to bring this in our hands, guide our children. Because, so what happened when happened, uh, uh, Nabi has come, got his daughter married to another Ali, knowing that Ali is necessarily. Then after that, everybody sitting in the anticipation of the child, a child will come. Now, can you imagine in what environment the child will appear? In what environment, in what anticipation the child will come? Only love and love and love and love. And a human being he is a combination of flesh. And the main ingredients of the flesh is love. Then the child will come and everybody is anticipating the child. And all the grandfather will pick up the child and kiss the child, kiss the child. and extend his family, the uncles, the brothers. His sister are fighting for the same child, only oh, carrying him, only oh, carrying him, and then the whole thing. So, what is happening now? All the love that is within the different individuals of the community, the different individuals of the family are actually filtering their love, are actually incubating the love in the child's temperament. And the child will grow up as a very loving, caring individual, one going to commit crime. That's what happens. Is born in that environment. Then, as a husband of the Lahan is born. Then, after seven days, he was born in the third year of Egypt. And after seven days, the mother took a great care in shaving his head. Shaved it. And then, after the head was shaved, then she took equivalent of the weight of the hair and she brought the same equivalent of silver coin and she gave it in Sadaqah. Now, the mother, the father comes. <coughs> He's giving the name for the child. Now, obviously, uh, when we give the name of our children, if we are in love with our children's future, we will give such names that will translate into something that we are wishing for our child. If you love your child, you won't give him such names because the names, what happens the words are like seeds. And such seeds that definitely they will grow and give fruit in the future. Now, if you give a bad name to any child, Remember constantly each time the child is called with a bad name, the more that uh, evilness of that name takes its root in the child's temperament, the more the child is molded to that direction of his name. They said in Nigeria, in a, a civil tribe, the child that is born on Monday is always given a very beautiful name. And the child that is born on Wednesday, because somehow uh, Wednesday is attached with a certain form of bad luck among the Atibu tribe in Nigeria, she's always given a bad name. Either Womonga or warrior, whatever it is. And it's the survey was taken that in Nigeria the most offensive, most aggravated crime are committed by the children who are born on Monday. 
Why? Because of the name. So we need to be very careful what name we give to our child. What name? It doesn't mean that a name must only sound nice. Not only about the sound of the name, maybe you feel like when you walk in a community and if it's given by this name, it's called by this name, so the child's ego will be bloated and you'll feel like it's somebody important also. Know what I mean? No. Give it such a name. Because the impact of, of, of the name in a child's temperament will, the name will in the future translate into the child's personality. So Ali has a father has a different vision for al Hassan. The Prophet also had a different vision for al Hassan. And these two visions are somehow translated on al Hassan's name. So that Ali gives the name Al-Harb. Harb. Harb means the warrior or it means the war. So basically, he dislikes by nature any individual who is timid and who is a coward. So he didn't want that his firstborn child be a coward, be kicked around by anybody. He wanted that he must be a leader. Whatever is the war, he must must be in the front line. This what he wanted. I don't want to give a coward because uh, coward is a sign of a very weak faith. The Muslims are not coward by nature. A person who is coward and timid, it means the man is very weak. The shuja'a, the bravery, goes together with faith. Now, the Ali, his vision was, I must bring about a warrior who will fight for the cause of the Muslims, who will be the leader of the army, who will always be the forefront, who will be there when the conditions, when, the, when it's needed the most, justice to Muslims. That was his vision. Nabi Adam had a different vision as a grandfather. So we are allowed to have a great vision for our children. But unfortunately, <coughs> our vision for our children it only centers around the stomach. And remember, the stomach carries nothing but something that it needed to be uploaded in the toilet. <laughs> our the vision that we have for our child most is most of the time. Very rare that will be a vision that could to do with the heart. And connecting our children with the ultimate destination. Very rare. Our vision must be a lawyer, must put nothing wrong with his brothers. I'm not saying something wrong with us. But make him a Muslim before making a lawyer. Make him a believer before he becomes a doctor. Make him a lover of the prophet before he becomes an electrician. Be- he, the, 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 the fundamental base of every one of our kids, the base that we should never be prepared to compromise, first faith. 
Based him with faith. Based him with faith. Then after you have based him with faith, then you get after it, you can break him with anything you want. But the base, the foundation, must be faith. But unfortunately, we think that they were around. We base him with anything else, and the faith will come last. And uh, that also translates that the amount of faith that we have within ourselves, that's the amount of faith that will be filtered in our children. Remember. How much Islam will have in our life will be ultimately translated in our children. Sadat Ali had a vision for his son, and the Prophet has, has a vision, had a vision. So we as parents, as fathers, let's have a vision for our children. And the vision is, number one, how can the child be a person who is Islamic minded? Yet he don't feel ashamed to identify himself as Muslim, as a Muslim. Whether he's in the university, I'm a Muslim. Whether I'm in the medical school, I'm a Muslim. Whatever I am, but number one, I am a Muslim. So I'm not moved or conditioned or affected by any condition other to affect the condition. So look at this becoming a doctor, but mashallah, look at this. Behavior, how he carries himself. It's how Muslims are. So the other some had a different vision for Hassan. There is some had such a vision for Hassan that a vision must be beyond Al Hassan's personality. It must be a vision that will be cherished by the entire Ummah at large till Qiyamah. The religion had. He said, Ya Allah, please don't name him Harun. I know, I know your vision because you are yourself a very brave somebody. He, Ali was a shortish in, 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 in height, but extremely brave. In, in a battle of trench, the person came from the Kufar side wearing from a head to toe armor. A head to toe. <coughs> then he dived through the trench, a huge trench, and he somehow came and he was on the Muslim side. <coughs> and he challenged that anybody wants to come and fight me, I'm on. Then Azad Ali Azad Nabi Azad look around and he chose nobody else but his son in law. Yes, what you call sacrifice. Sacrifice your need D1 for the greater cause of Jew. And then said, Yeah, Ali, you go. And then Ali went. And immediately. So as the Kufari as the country is ready to, 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 to fight him with the sword. So Ali tell him, but you're very nice, well built and fight to tow armor, but you're timid. You are coward somebody. It was me. He said, when you compress, you bring one and one. You don't bring three people with you. He said, why do you bring three people? Tell him what you brought three people. See behind you. So as the country looked behind him, and I strike him with a sword. <laughs> Get him such a blow. 
that the blow of his other sword cut across the camp, the armor, and it went stuck by the Catholic jaws. Mm-hmm. By which the Catholic fell, and his private part exposed, and another time smiled and laughed at them. It shows how brave he was. So obviously, he, he don't want to, to produce timid and coward. Nobody did it. He didn't want. So what is Samuel is in fact more brave than him. But there's something my this is different for us. It's different. He had what's called a collaboration between the fathers and the grandfathers in the upbringing of the children. Not that some uh, grandfathers they say, listen here, I'm retired now. I have educated all of you. Now you do your thing now. And now is my time to sit and have another honeymoon. <laughs> so now all the children and grandchildren are scattered somewhere else. Only once a week with the grandfather letting them go. <coughs> I don't know what is happening. And these are your offspring. These are your children. And that is what is the thing? Amanu wa sabahu zubziyyatu hum bi iman. Alhaqna bi zubziyyatihim. Wa ma alasnahu min amali min shayt. That those people who bring faith and in exactly faith they bring along their progenies in faith. Allah says in the day of judgment and in Akhirah will bring them to will bring them together with the, the progenies. But if we know they must stay there on their own and I must what I mean, I guess I must have my time, not only to get to escape and have some hookah without being disturbed by the children around Allah says. Brother, let's be real grandchildren, let's be real fathers. Every year, grandparents. It's our responsibility to upbring our children and to make sure that we keep that life burning in our grandchildren as well. We are not of the only time you off your work is on dead. I'm going to Shuhadai al-Hadar Yaqub al-Mot. We are present when Yaqub was about to die. When he was about to die, you know, he never gave a deal with the same one, one person. He was on his deathbed. So all his, his, his three children, Muhammad, Ahmad, Ibrahim, came and visited the father because I mean the father is almost in Sakharat. So he's breathing, breathing, breathing. Next thing he heard the voice of his three children. He said, Ahmad, said, Daddy, Ibrahim, Daddy, Muhammad, Daddy, said, All of us are sitting here, I was in the shop. <laughs> now, so, he asked them who you will worship after me. He asked them, what's he it? Who you will worship after me? So brothers, in the issue of our children, as parents, as grandparents, 
The only time we are off the hook is when we are dead. And regardless of the condition of our children, they are still our children. Ah. Until he was told by Allah that this son of yours is an open enemy of Allah. Until then he continue to make your point. Oh my son, please, come, sit with us, you need this child. You need this child, please come in a boat. His son says, no, no, no. So I will have a job. I will go to the mountain and I'll take shelter from the mountain. And he asked me in the map and I'll be safe. So you, you, the old man, you know the intricacies of our life that happen in the dimensions of our areas. So you carry on the boat, you sit in the boat and say, your people know the prophet and you, you leave me alone. So no, la after my I'm telling the truth that nobody will be saved from Allah's wrath. The only way you'll be saved, you come with us. Please come with us. Please come with us. That means what? No matter how much your son is involved, whether in fact, whatever it is, he is still your son. There's not just been well before the, the rotten humans. No. Cry for your son. The dua for your son. Cry. The dua. Call him. Be kind to him. Even in the prison, visit him. Yeah, son. No, I mean, I'm your father. I mean, you can come out. You can't say, you see, there's police gone. Well, so the police take him as far as you can from that one. I didn't did inherit him. You can't even. I'm not. No, Alessandram. Did not even inherit his own son. Holy one, they got him. But they got him. They got him. Come on, come on, son. He bagged him and bagged him and bagged him and bagged him and bagged him. As they were acting bad in it. He never gave hope. He never gave up hope at all. He never lost hope. As he's begging, please come. Come, like, come, my son. Please come, my children. Please come, please. As the conversation is on, Lord, as I'm begging his son to come in the boat, and his son is not listening, and the way came and took him, and he was gone. Still, no other son made you ask Allah. Ya Allah. You have promised that you shall never allow my family to destroy, to be destroyed, or to be doomed. Please, don't let my son do. He's part of my family. Look at that. Look at that. He never took the son and threw him in the bed, in the bed, no. So he's still part of my family. But, yes, our children may be involved in crime. But you ever sat on a musala and really cried for your child? To Allah. Did you Allah? Al Kulub Kulu Habeno Sbahim Nasobir Nasob. Al Kulub Kulu Habeno Sbahim Nasobir Rahman. You call him Mukafi Ashad. All the hearts are between the two fingers of Rahman. And Allah Ta'ala turned them as he wishes. Allah. Do we know that Allah is the turn of the heart? Imagine. 
نبي نقول مثلا بين ساتم حديث بين مسلم حديث ان الله حي كريم حديث مسلم شريف ان الله حي كريم يستحي من العباد اذا رفع يده الى السماء اي يرده صفرا الله is very shame and very kind Allah feels ashamed that when a person lifts his head towards the sky begging to Allah Allah feels shy to return on the hands empty Allah feels shy that you think you cry for your son yeah? Allah is Rabba and you are Abba and you feel that the Abba cries in front of a Rabba Allah won't intervene Let's our children Let's be kind The fact that Allah has brought such individuals in our homes is a test for us Just how we will handle this Sometimes the problems are not as huge as dangerous as the data we and as the dangerous methods we apply when we try to solve them. Sometimes solving of the problems is more problematic than the problem itself. Sometimes solving of a problem is more problematic than the problem itself. The child come home is good, nothing. I can smell alcohol. What is happening? Hey, you're alcoholic. Take my tackle on the street. So there's no, there's no human with the freelancer. But the devil on the street is trying to take him to the house and give him more. And give him more. And then you want to take alcohol, some extra masalas we eat, whether it's wonga, ne, 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 ne. The next thing, what happened? He comes to check from home. He, uh, this is a base, or he came on his hands. He facilitated habit by the spoons, the cup, the grocery, etc. etc. But if you have showed him this love and this heavy, and you did everything within your power, and you, I'm saying you're not off the hook until you get the dua intention. Now, so Ali Rabbilan had a different vision for his own son. And Nuritam had a different vision. And what happened after that? Nuritam said, Yeah, Ali. I don't think you should name him Harp. Look at it. His grandfather and the father are all having a vision for the betterment or for the betterment of their own child. As a grandfather, he has a vision for the betterment of their grandchild. The father has a vision of the betterment of the child. Both collaborating. And some said, I've got a different vision for him, Yali. Said by some who hasn't, but instead name him Hassan. And that name that Nabiya Sam gave, it was in fact a prophecy. Said name him Hassan. Then he is going to be Marcus, an embodiment of all good that will be a benefit of the entire Ummah. <laughs> and Hassan. He was not a husband by name. The walking translated that is a husband. The talk 
The way he spoke, he was happy. Never hurt nobody. Never hurt nobody's feelings. Be very good to say, call a spade a spade. I mean, you call a spade a spade? Are you willing to go to the extent that you cover your significance by saying speaking the truth and you know that you are going in somebody's heart because you speak the truth? How many if the truth will hurt somebody? What are you speaking? That's a lie. How many you can't directly attack somebody just because you're speaking the truth? What truth is there in hurting somebody? I think people say, no, 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 I can tell you his face. I am prepared to have the person. Said, no, man, I'm telling him the truth. I said, no matter how, how true is the truth you want to tell him, but please don't hurt somebody. People are going to speak. I mean, we are more truthful than anybody, than anything. When all you want to do is hurt somebody's feelings, you say, I'm telling I'm speaking the truth. Because you want to hurt somebody. But you'll be told the same thing. Mm-hmm. Say, yeah, but you're hurting my feelings. But no, it's the truth. It's the truth, I'm telling you. Yeah, but you understand. Right. You are not forced to speak such a truth that will hurt somebody. In fact, in certain instances, it's good to lie. It's good to lie. Said, no, 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 by whatever. I, I, I know, I know, I know you. You won't be thinking like that. I know you. Just don't know about that. I think. But it is, it's, 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 I'm saying that you can demolish the cover seven times. Allah is prepared to forgive you seven times, but don't demolish somebody's house. Yeah. Allah will forgive you until he forgives you. We are too judgmental. We dare to judge. I, I'm sorry to, 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 to call to quote one of the non-Muslims' names, but Ibrahim Lincoln himself, he said, Allah himself has deserved judgment for the day of judgment. <coughs> But we use judgment every second of our life. Allah Himself has reserved judgment for the day of judgment. But no, we are judging the people every day, judging them, judging them, judging them. No, let's correct ourselves. Don't be too judgmental to people. I mean, someone else's son is involved in a bad habit. Why is he sitting? You sitting around your hookah? And you got to be about the lighting, but what did you do as a concerned Muslim brother to have lighting? To sit around the hookah and hold night and got the child and that and then it's good. Okay. But what did you do to have a Buddha with his grandson with his own son to make sure he come out of the habit? A toxic. And remember, Nabi Hassan said, if any person who criticizes anybody for wrongdoing, and without intention of his class to try to rectify it, unfortunately he himself will get involved in exactly the same thing. Allah protects us. So, according to me, according to me, in everybody talks in the, in the Western Cape, there's gangsters, there's drugs, whatever it is. According to me, Western case is not beyond precise. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if the worker pipe back 
and there are no plumbers to fix the pipes. And the whole water system can drain us. You blame who? Yes, it is the plumbers. If there are no Muslims, people are sitting and talking and verbizing and making grievance of the children, of the kids, of the ladies. Nobody is prepared to take initiative and make this plan correct the children. You blame who? The children, the situation is already not. So Al Hassan, I make a different vision. He said, call him Al Hassan. Call him Hassan. Why? Because all good will emanate from him. He's a good character. Brilliant character, yes. Brilliant. The way he walked. They say that Al Hassan, when he walked, he will walk with such humbleness, with such humility, that in his walking, and the walking of the prophet was exactly similar. The rest of even made his walking happen. He walked like the prophet. When he spoke, he spoke like the prophet. When he killed himself in public like the prophet. His private life was like the prophet. His public life was the prophet. Any else? Parts of his life was nothing, nothing but Hassan and Hassan. Then the prophet, now he's convinced that those beautiful qualities that he instilled in his own grandchild are now brewing, are about to manifest itself. itself. Then now he's looking to us. He said, Ya Allah, I beg you to please love Hassan. <coughs> Not only love Hassan, and love whoever loves Hassan. Love whoever loves Hassan. How many of us have made our did you our son? Ya Allah, please love my son. How many of our grandfathers ever made dua for our grandchildren? Ya Allah, please love Ahmad. If the grandfather, the grandson is Ahmad, and make the whole world love him because of his quality. How many of us ever invested in the qualities of our children and our grandchildren to make them be loved? He said, I made it a point that I love Hassan more than anybody. He said he was most beloved to me. Why? There is some solid. Now, the, 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 the effort, the fruit of his effort are coming out. The whole world is about to enjoy. Why does that mean this? And went to that sense. It's like anybody who loves Hassan and Hussein is because they love me. It means what? They are so well prepared internally and so well molded and so well educated by the prophet 
and the investment of the prophet in their inner sight is so high that the only way you will hate the husband or Hussein is not because of their evil doings, it's because of the person's righteousness who's hating them. Only the blessings will have will hate them. It's not because they deserve to be hated, it's because you're hating them because of the righteousness that you possess within yourself. So nobody, whoever loves husband is because he loves me. And whoever hates Hassan Hussein is because, not because of the wrong they've done, no. That they have done so much investment in the akhlaq, in the behavior, in everything, that they are not there to hurt anybody, whereby incurring the people's anger and hate. They are not the breed. They are not the breed to go around hurting the people. They are not the breed to go around and and, and causing the people's heart to bleed. Brothers, you know sometimes when, when, we, when, when we say things to people, when we, when, we, when we tell people things, we cause their heart to bleed. We cause their heart to There are some people who say, and until he hasn't offended anybody, they don't need. Job is to offend the people. His job is to offend the people. They are bright. The way they talk. Having sometimes you spend the whole Musali assisting making some zikr or some khatam or some something. Oh, so and so will come. Eh? Next thing is around the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> you come and shout at somebody. Some people by nature are difficult. Some people by nature are difficult. Sometimes in, in Ramadan, I know in, 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 in Ramadan sometimes I know the Tarawi is there in Cape Town. And there are upper stages done it. Now it's hot and the Tarawi is taking place and the brothers are sweating and sweating. But it's only one guy. <laughs> Why the fence off? Yeah. Now he's calling the fire and someone is offing it. Someone is offing it. He's only. Survive, understand. Look at for the greater cause of everybody. Oh, no, no, no. No, the problem. We are not interested in other people. We're interested in ourselves. We are not interested in other people. How the next person feels, we're not interested. We are only interested to how we feel. What has happened to, uh, to other people not interested. We are only interested in what is happening to us. So the Vietnam has a greater good for happen. The way you walk. So he said that only the person who hates you will hate Hassan. Otherwise, Hassan is not the breed whereby he has such within himself that will cause harm to anybody. No. They named him, named him Hassan. And he continued with this, with, 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 with this name. And when it came to, to when Abu Bakr came, Al Hassan was very young at the time. But strangely, Al Hassan had a natural love for Abu Bakr. He didn't name one of his sons Abu Bakr. And what is? I said, I said, Hassan is coming out of the masjid as a child. 
ابو بكر فتي مبرد عن فتي مب
avert the war that would be between the greatest two groups of my ummah. So it is mentioned that when Amir al-Muawarajah Jamal came, they said they were at the side of the mountain. And then the Hassan's group, they were so huge that they were the side of the mountain. So when the war was predicted, Mu'awiyah said, Yahweh Allah with no choice but to avert the war. Good, no choice. Mu'awiyah said, if these two groups have to fight, can you imagine how many widows will be around, will come about? How many orphans will come about who look after the weak and the old? The one must be averted. And Al Hassan al Agwab made Sulah. He said, Oh, Aulia, I'm, hand, I'm handing over the Khilafat to you. But when you saw the Khilafat, remember that Abdul Umar. He conquered as far as Palestine. At least at that time, two thirds of the world was run by Muslims. We're fighting so many battles for the war, for the counselor, what counselor, uh, kind of what A, what C, what death, and great five people are fighting and killing, etc. For just being a war counselor. They don't thought that of being a war counselor. It was a matter of being Amir al-Mu'minin in charge of two-thirds of the world. Can you imagine? I'm handing over the Khilafah to you. I'm saying to you, no way. I don't want that because of me, even a drop of any Muslim's life, a black t-shirt. I can't believe it. I don't want even a drop of a Muslim, Muslim black, to be shed because of me. Take it. And he told the people, now Muawiyah is the Khalifa. I'm not my Khalifa. I just want to please my Allah. I don't want to come in the court of Allah in the day of judgment. You know, when all those people who be fighting on my side are killed, all those people who fought on Muawiyah's side are killed, and that involves me when they come to Allah, they say, I'm going to come and my account. And to what reason they were killed? Mr. Arada, and over the Khilafat, let me see them. That are the greatest fruits of the name Hassan came about. This was, this was the real Hassan. He was matured by the Prophet. Matured by the Prophet. He averted the war. The fact is mentioned the historians that in that period, not a single person was killed. He even went to the extent that 
nobody should be killed in Khilafat on any account. So long as I'm alive. <coughs> so, I'm really interesting some of the qualities that he had. I'm sharing it with you, then I should be ending my talk. Now, some of these qualities for us as grandparents. To see your son to be a good soccer player is very good. Nothing wrong with it. But base it in the base of Islam. They become a soccer player, you know, play for, I don't know, IJAC, Cape Town, or whatever. Let them play for whatever. But whether it's on the field or it's out of the field, but don't forget it's a Muslim. And it's the juice of the parents to make sure that Islam is imprinted and engraved in the people's heart, in our children's heart. What is a professor in university? Yes, you are a professor, but first you are a Muslim. I met one Turkish uh, doctor. He said, he's a surgeon in the Chief Admiral Hospital. He said, uh, Molana, one day I got such a complicated Surgery operation to do is a 50 50 operation. It means you got a 50 chance of success and 50 percent chance of not success. So the man was on the verge of either dying or surviving. He said, When the patient came, I put him a life support mission and said, I told the nurses on all in the in 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 theater. I said all of them hold on. Said even Uzo, he must send doctor. He must send doctor. Said even Uzo. After that Uzo, I took up the mat. I prayed two rakat. And then you are Allah guide me to something that is best for this patient. So I did. The patient was a non-Muslim, or the Muslim said, no, non-Muslim. said, what? said, nothing went that. said, I'm praying. said, for who? He said, I'm just a doctor. But the, the real doctor is Allah. So I'm asking his guidance. So don't give credit. So when he, he said, when he started the surgery, he said, I just connected myself with Allah. And I make it that my hand is held by Allah's hand and the doing surgery. He said the doctors were amazed. They said, they said nobody starts operation. It's not 50-50. The person always has 90% chances to die, only 10% chances to be alive. How you did it. So Kate goes to work. <coughs> The doctor no. 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 goes to who? Allah, yes, definitely. But goes to who? The parents. He showed him medicine. You are Muslim. Do everything Islamically. Allah helps. If anything that you do is Islamic, Allah helps you. You are a Muslim before you are a doctor. You are a Muslim before you are a professor. And let's not be manifested in our home. I just mentioned yesterday that it's very, very sad 
that uh, we'll be sitting and watching TV, and we're just getting our other side, and the other is going on, and you're shouting and scolding the children to go to the mosque. Why go to the mosque? Come here, man. And what do you do? And the children never go to the mosque, my sister's kids. It doesn't work. Or sometimes when the person is angry, now it's angry, Janabism. Having aggressive and breaking the windows and breaking the, the car thing. He's breaking noise, shouting, and the children are watching. So that the child will not grow up in the world. Let me if you're angry here for your anger to be hurt. You must be breaking something or something. So the next thing is only seven years of age. And he's angry, throwing the rock somewhere. Hey, what kind of child is this man? He's throwing the rocks on the window. You know what? It's learned from the father. It's when you're angry, you must be kicking somebody or somebody. Something or somebody. You must be breaking somebody or something. That's the language of the house. How? Language of the house is breaking. That's the language of the house. Then we expect the same child. To become village bandage of the tent. <laughs> to become hosted part of the tent. Where you grew up in a, in, a, in a house where the language of the house is breaking, swelling, kicking. All that stuff of you. Next thing you say, is that is listening to yourself. Who are you listening to? One person came to me, said, hey, Marana, this child of mine, he never listened to me at all. I said, your child is not listening to you. Who's supposed to be listening who yet? Aren't you the one who's supposed to be listening to your child and guide them accordingly? You want the child must listen to you. The child must listen to you. Instead of you listening to the child's concern and guide them accordingly. Now, no, we should listen to our father. Those days are gone. We must be the one to listening, must be the one listening to our children. Create a bond, create a love, create a hope. Then the time must be freely. But you must be easily accessible by our children. We are not accessible. No, come back home, take a tap away, first on the seat, next in the seat, watching TV. <laughs> I heard the children and that. And we talk to the children are talking. Wait, 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 just yesterday, I was reading this episode, I'm not going to read it, I'm going to read it to you today. But one, uh, the, one of the, uh, um, I call home journal, written by somebody called Father Forget, I'm going to read it to you too long. But, let's try. <coughs> I, 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 brothers, I know. The, the children of today are not like you are. You are real children. You are real children. You are happy with respect for your father. <coughs> that love for your father is different. Now is the Zamana. You need to have, you need to swallow yourself. 
for the betterment of your child. Swallow your ego for the betterment of your child. Come down to his level. Don't expect him to come to your level. Those days are gone. One person came to the, 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 the madrasa. He's complaining to me. He said, Murana, what kind of children are these? <laughs> Don't be greeting. I said, not greeting you. He said, yeah, how are you coming? They don't greet. I said, okay, how often are you coming? Hey, Murana, I'm here every morning for past three years. They don't greet him. I said, that's fair, that's fair. Are you greeting them? No. Are you greeting them? Let me ask you, are you greeting them? So what do you mean? I said, we're here, you come to the madrasa for three years. Never in your life you ever greeted one child. And you expect the whole madrasa to greet you. Never happened. And the recipe is, you greet one child, and the whole madrasa will greet you. We expect others to be kind to us. We must be the righteous. No, he must greet me. No, when they come to the Muslims, they're not greeting. Yeah, because you sit with a car face in a in a in a car park, with a cake, with a sour face, you're greeting nobody. You expect everyone to come to your knees, to your knees, and sit with your toes and greet you. So the recipe the, the, the recipe for you to be greeted by somebody, you must greet. The recipe for love, you must be the one first to love. They said that the, 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 the quickest recipe for receiving is in giving. So you want kindness, you give kindness. Then you receive kindness. You want love, give love. You want respect, give respect. Give respect. This one, I'm carrying in our area. I mean, every salah is like a good. Everybody is going to greet me. Are you by? How are you? Are you by? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, what is the secret? Since I came in this masjid, I never called nobody. And I made sure I greeted anybody and everybody, whether you knew in any, etc., etc., etc. Now, unfortunately, now, there's a stage that I feel a grief. I said, what? Said now the people are not giving me the chance to greet them. Mm. And the relief I so have on myself in greeting the people is gone. Mm. People are greeting me now. So let's close our talk now. And this this <laughs> some of the qualities of my husband. So the husband of the Lord He says, good good characteristics are ten. They attend good characteristics. They think it's something that he has implemented within himself and they find it to be very beneficial for him. So inshallah we bring it in ourselves, will not only be beneficial to us, will be filtered on our children. Understand? Because our children are, remember, you give as much lectures as you want. Our children are not interested in our lectures. They don't even pay attention to what you are telling them. Oh, what we do, they are more interested in. They're more interested in our actions, in our thoughts. <laughs> if you don't even care what, how good speech your father does, no, the main thing, what the father does when you come home. 
Nepadakam, Nepadakam, he plays it as many, he interpreted them. But what? Long, long speeches were giving instructions and commands to show how brilliant our action in superseding the world. There is some told in Saudi Arabia. There is some told the Sahaba, listen, yes, unfortunately we have signed the treaty and the treaty preventing us from going to make Umrah, to making Tawaf. So, shave your head, slaughter your animals, and please return to Medina. Yes, Sahaba said, but Ya Rasulullah, for so many years you are away from the Kaaba. For so many years, Ya Rasulullah, it's difficult. It's very difficult. It's very what must we do, Ya Rasulullah? Some said, shave your hair, start with the animal, and go back. Now they hurt. So then, Nabi some asked, I said, Aisha, now what must I do? That asked is very simple. You shave your head, you stop and you start your own camel, then you'll follow you. They mean that some shave his own head, started his camel, he said, I'm on my way, and everybody shaved their head, and so they came out of the haram. This is the power of action. That should be the center of the activities in our house. Don't talk too much, don't talk. Talk one way, one, do anything. The children will never pay attention to our lectures, to our scolding, our shouting. No, 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 some people feel so thrilled and shouting that they're actually humiliating the kids. Yeah, yeah, we'll have this, and now, the child came to the mosque. Now you want to prove the, to the Muslims, other Muslims, that this how I discipline my kids. And what to do? You humiliate the child. Mm. And the child goes home, is humiliated and is hurt. Mm. And each time he comes to the mosque, is humiliated. Next time he says, let's go to the mosque. No, baby, I'll come after you. Next time he comes behind you, it is Allah, it's gone. Never no connection with you because why? You can't look after your tongue. Humiliating your own child, shouting them in public, shouting them in front of the friends. Get the habit. How do you want to die? This is a problem. We are not interested in people. Before you respond or you emotionally react to the situation, whoever did what, find out why the child did what. Normally, when the children are at home, they want to show off that no, I got this, I got this choice, I got this, I got this. They want to impress the children. It's the nature of the child to impress. And in the meantime, while he's trying to impress, we'll do some blunders, some wrong things, etc., 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 and they're friendly. So no problem. Let him do whatever he wants. Let him throw the toys around. Let him do whatever he wants. No, the gentleman got this. And the car just made that is key. Nah, 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 nah. Keep quiet. Show yourself. When the friends are going to say, yeah, yeah, baby. But in next time, just be careful of this, be careful of this. <laughs> no! In front of the friends! No, oh, you stupid, you, you! Hey, you, you just hey. You can the child. And at the same time, that you must look after the daily and make you a cup of tea. You want tea? Why? Because you are grasping. So you said, there are ten characteristics. He said, number one is honest speech. The most difficult thing to be kept alive or to be respected are the words. 
to keep to promise. I don't want to give you so just like this. Nah, 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 nah. To keep your words and to be honest in your speech is very difficult. Very difficult. So let's be honest with our speech. Let our, let, let, let our speech translate as to who we are. Mm. We can't be speaking something else and doing something else. No, no, You can't. Sometimes, sometimes, I, I, I don't know what. The biggest part on anybody is your words. Sometimes I think the Sufi sub, mashallah, and with uh, the and etc. Nothing, something happens to me, can't hold himself. Oh, there's swearing up and me. What happened? I wonder. If you know what? That's what you and them. I'm not me. Let me tell you, me, all the time, he himself, he was somebody who was careful. He swears a lot. He was wearing, he was camouflaging himself, was being artificial. He got exposed. He was wearing masks. So sometimes our tongue will expose who we are in real life. That's number one. Number two is that steadfastness. Steadfastness. And sometimes, must be steadfast. I know sometimes uh, you get, uh, I mean, uh, the, the talk happened in the masjid and in the mashallah, you, you prepare to change your life at one hour, next thing, oh, but you No. Once you start a business, let's let's just keep. And from now, let's be kind to our children regardless of who they are. Let's make ourselves good. We'll be example of our children and love your child in yours, regardless of his condition. It's yours. It's yours. Let's step fast. Number two. Give it to one who asks. Give. Don't hold anything. So when you talk about giving, keep always seeking my favor. Don't make a myself. What's someone I Who said you only give money? Who said the, the money, uh, only the, the money is worth to be given? It's the only commodity. Look kind words to somebody. Somebody is depressed. You give them some encouraging words. Somebody got a problem. You encourage him. I mean, somebody is such a height of depression. One person told him, told him, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. It happened to other people. They came around. It's not the end of the world. It's continuing. But the kind of the Sadaqa, the kind of the Sadaqa, the Sadaqa, beginning good speech to Sadaqa, such an extent. Even greeting somebody with a smile, it's continuing. Ah, this one, a good attitude. It is a individual. Having been loved. The only person who is loved by anybody is a person who is disciplined and he has a good attitude. It means what? He always puts himself, love, he puts others first, and is not only interested on himself, is more interested on other people than he is interested in himself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the attitude. You know, to show you the attitude, Marandu, forgive me for this one, right? There's one friend of mine. He is in charge of the Kabristan in Pisa Maristan. In charge of the Kabristan. 
So because of the line is getting small, so they have to resume the body and rebuild it uh, in the same cover. In the same cover. He said, I'm very surprised. He said, so far the, the grave that we have dug in the cobblestone, at least over 25% of the bodies are still intact. <coughs> Not a problem. You know, what surprises me, those people who are buried in those graves, they are not known of being Tahajjul, Guzar, etc. And guess what? He said, out of the 25%, at least 25% of them are clean shaven. They have a whole culture. I don't say don't have a culture, I was just giving a lesson. They have a whole culture. They have a kid no beer. He said, no, I started to somehow contact the families. Really trying to find out what is really contributed for being them to be honored by Allah in this manner. So, to cut a long, a long story short, my grandfather, he used to wear shirts and pants and clean. So, when we had to bury my aunt, we had to dug up his grave. When we dug up his grave, the body is fresh. Fresh. Then we had to just leave the sand and bury our our auntie on top of him. Then, so then I went to the family and asked, really, I want to talk to my grandfather. And this is the situation. I asked him why. He said, "Your grandfather was a clean shaven man. Shattered bands. So then, he said, only had one quality in him." What was the quality? He said, he had a butcher. When he opened his butcher from half past seven, right to ten, how much money he made from half past seven to ten, give it in Santa yeah. After that, every money he Every day. But you know what? Nobody knew about it. Because never told the whole world what he did. It was between him and Allah. No, no, brother, that's an eye opener. There was one person. You know, he, he, he was every every Juma to come to one of the masjid. After Salah, immediately go back by the gate. Begging, begging. They said that man who was a small thing there, then he's finished and his clothes are torn and he's begging, begging, begging. I know the son did a good job of him also that he spent like a chicken thicker. Good job of him. Suddenly, he stood too much in the sun, buried every human. He stood back, he stood too much in the sun, he collapsed, they found the ambulance when he's dead. Right? When he's dead. Then, the man was buried. After they buried the man, now the people said this man I must be very poor. I mean he what you call him as begging. So they decided to go to his house. When they enter the house, there's nothing there. Nothing. There is people in the chatak. 
So they told the wife, they we prepare to offer you whatever needs for the house you need. Madam Taylor. She's a read nothing. Said, huh? What? Said, no, I need nothing. Said, but your husband was a beggar. He said, yes, he was a beggar, yes. But no, for who was begging? For my neighbor, not for us. No. He learned one hadith, the right of a neighbor. So he couldn't do anything else if he decided to go and beg and give the neighbor. No. Guess what? Fifteen years after that, they opened the, 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 the grave. The body is still fresh. I'm passing a beggar on the street. Why? Allah has reserved judgment, all form of judgment, for the day of judgment only. We don't have to judge anybody. Don't be quick at it. Allah has reserved the judgment for the day of judgment. Don't judge anybody. We don't know who's who. That's on the eye opener. He said most of those people in the grave, they are not known to be Jindari, to know, but you know what we condemning? Everybody. Why? What person's relationship with Allah, only him and Allah knows. We be sitting here, they are great walis of Allah with us. But you know what? We concentrating how long is the beard? You were in the purja. What is he doing? The man will be coming up on the man after the last quick years gone. And you say, no, no, no. He hasn't been seen for Dua and so on. But you don't know. He goes there. He got his own musallah. He sit and cries in front of his creator. You know, death. And he brings a condemnment. Stop coming, condemn, condemning people. When that, when that, the Ibar told me the conditions of the grave, I told him to come to the madrasa. I stood to the body of the student. The whole class was moving tears. Condemning too much. I think that the African condemning that one in public, condemning that one. By then, those days are gone. Worry about yourself. Good attitude. During act of kindness, I'm holding ties of kinship, showing kindness to neighbors. Recognizing the rights of one's companion, offering hospitality and modesty, and the chief among all of them is modesty. May Allah forgive us, especially. Let me tell you the honest part of myself, what I'm saying. What I just told you now is exactly what I don't have within myself. So the only way I can get it is to tell you that I'm the one listening. And the fact of the matter, I'm the, I'm the one to benefit from what I'm saying. So may Allah benefit me. And once I benefit from what I'm saying, then it affect the people's heart. But if I'm an empty vessel myself, you can't give them an empty cup. May Allah protect us. May Allah protect our children. And whoever's child is whatever condition may be, may Allah tell us bring them as quick as possible. Amen. Those who are involved in drugs, may Allah tell us, may Allah but free them from the shackle of drugs Amen. and alcohol. And may Allah tell us forgive us if we fail to be proper fathers. May Allah tell us forgive us for our failure to be proper grandfathers, proper grandmothers. Grand aunt, grand uncle, me and Allah Ta'ala forgive all of us. Wa'afu da'ala alhamdulillah.